Blog Talk Radio. Mama's Pearls. I am your hostess, Cynthia, and my co-hostess, Melissa. Melissa, you on? I'm here. Hi, darling. I'm here. How are you? I'm good. I missed you last week. Oh, I was sad not to be there, but uh, I did. The other, the other job called me. So. Yeah, I I hear you. It's it's not easy for us busy mamas to be balancing all the aspects of ourselves and um but you did miss a super sweet treat last week with Alexandra Zizu who came on air. She wrote a book called The Conscious Kitchen and as we are preparing to dive into the Halloween season, which inevitably leads to the holiday season, she was like a really good um balancing kind of like a kind of like a hold your horses, there's another way that we can go about and still still satisfy your crazy sweet teeth, Cynthia. So it was an amazing show last week. I'm very grateful that she came on. We also had a, another special guest on, um, Mike Bogdansky last week, who's the America's anti-bully. And, um, and he came on because I didn't have a chance to get to him the week before when we were talking about child bullying with Kirk Smalley. So it was a really chock-full week last week. Again, it was called Sweet Treats. And um, the pearl of the week was Cornucopia of Pleasure. Uh, You can find any of the past shows in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Mama's Pearls. And just just to back up, if it's your first time tuning into Mama's Pearls, we like to say that we take the music most beautiful pieces of life and string them together and um and we are basically about collecting and remembering and passing down wisdom you know for us our influences are are our family so it's generational wisdom but we also draw upon wisdom of others and we start our week out usually on facebook kind of getting our 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 feet wet and doing some sampling as far as um, the theme that we're going to be diving into. And then we post the Mama's Pearls blog on Tuesday at www.mamaspearls.com. And then we host this wonderful radio show, um, Mama's Pearls, on Wednesday. And then Melissa posts her MGEMS blog on Friday, which is basically the wrap-up um, kind of crib sheet about what we've been talking about all week as well as some particular gems to take off into your your daily life. And I did want to mention that we do have a sponsor. I'm really happy that Little Pim Co. is one of our sponsors. Little Pim Co. is a, a line of foreign language products for young children. They have DVDs and all sorts of music um, and different products that you can listen to with your children and watch how they start learning to speak Spanish or whichever language that you pick. And there is a discount code for our Mama's Pearls community, which is 
15% off with the code of Tim Pearls. So, like I said, last week we were we were indulging in some sweet treats, and um, and as as time goes on, particularly in October, and I, I really kind of get into the whole the whole feeling of Oktoberfest, and and honestly, it's like it leads up to Halloween, which is my favorite holiday to celebrate, and it kicks off. Um, kicks off Melissa and I's birthday season and then follows into the holidays that my whole my whole spirit just gets reignited in the fall. There's something about the harvest, there's some, something about the foliage, there's something about everything changing colors that I just want to to celebrate and I just get completely in awe about the the colors and the beauties of the natural landscape. And Melissa and I were kind of joking last week when we when we got into talking about Halloween during like our brainstorming sessions, and um, and also in doing research about Alexandra because if you start researching her, she's she's all over. She doesn't just write a book, but she also writes for the Daily Green, and she's she just writes all over. And and through that, we came up we came across something that said a cornucopia report, and yeah. this just kind of struck me as being like so perfect. So I I basically been teasing Melissa all week. I'm like, Melissa, you have to come on air this week and give us the cornucopia report, which is something that can completely encapsulate the spirit of the fall season. So, Melissa, what is your, your reporting status from We're our Mom's Girls roving reporter? <laughs> well, across the, the last week probably was one of the busiest weeks in a long time for myself, but what was nice was it wasn't just a business thing. It was also from a personal um side and I decided to invite 16 well sorry it was uh, six families uh, all with two plus children over for dinner Friday night and um, I put it on the books months ago but as the as the day was weeks were getting closer I was like oh my god what am I going to make that's going to be able to feed all these mouths and yet is going to be fun and different and so I the first thing that came to me was, was Oktoberfest and, again, I've never really tried my hand at German cooking, but it was a lot of fun. And what was so much fun was that when I sent out my uh, my mass email to all the invited attendees, I told them all to get their leader hosen together and uh, get ready for a little fun, a good nacht. And um, everyone played up the role, and I had friends made strudel as their dessert. They brought strudel. And then a couple of other friends brought um, some German beers, different lagers and beers from Germany. So it ended up panning out to be a real Oktoberfest. I made German potatoes. I made a porter beer brisket. And I made uh, braised kale. So um, I think the report was definitely if we're going to, you know, embrace fall, go with what's in season. And, and that's where the menu came from, just going with what's around and what's in season. And it was a huge success. I had a great time. Okay. So my first question is, was it rather last minute? Well, what happened was there was a, a, something came up a couple of months ago, and I was like, oh, we should just have everybody over to get to know each other better. And I said, oh, What's an, like a, a weekend that was free, and, and I came up with this Friday date, um, October 16th, but I put that on the books literally the first week of September. So it was one of those things that was in my calendar, but I didn't even think about. And then as the time was approaching, I was like, oh, wow, I better start planning something because there's a lot of things to do here to plan the party. So uh, I wasn't sure where to go. And I, I like just like you said, I was caught up in the whole fall thing, and so I was like, "What's what's very fall, and and what was fall in the fall category?" And I did a little random search, and Oktoberfest popped up, and I was like, "Hmm, 
Oktoberfest. That sounds like fun. Um, and, it, and that's so I didn't have a long time to plan the party and the venue and everything that was coming. I had the people coming, and everyone said yes. I just didn't put any thought behind it what I was actually going to do when they got here. <laughs> Until Love like it. the but beginning so, of last sometimes, week. Yeah, sometimes the off the cuff parties are the way to go, where you kind of just get get carried away and thrown into the mix, mix of things. I mean, I, I just love the fact that, that you had an intent to bring people together so you can get to know get to know the other families better. I mean, I guess I'm still waiting for my invitation, but that's okay. I was just going to say, about, yeah, no. We did talk my, about that offline. My youngest <laughs> one started preschool, and we felt like a lot of those kids had a lot of anxiety in the beginning of the school year because it was obviously it was their first time at a drop-off situation and in preschool. And so I felt like maybe, you know, <laughs> you can do a million play dates, but I thought wouldn't it be nice to have all the kids together outside the classroom and get to know each other a little bit better and, I wasn't about to let people drop off their two-year-olds on a Friday night, so I was like, "Well, I guess I should." Yeah, invite especially when you're serving beer. Yeah, <laughs> serving well, beer and sippy cups. <laughs> yeah, so the initiative was to get people to know each other a little better, and um, it ended up being such a wonder. And like, like you said, you know, to me, as much as I'd like to have that beautiful cornucopia in the middle of the table with all the different decorations, because again, I'm I'm not like you and your mom. I'm all about good food and get over here and let's let's chill. So I like to have Throw successful parties where people have a good time, but I'm not too good at the other stuff. Like I get a little overwhelmed and jealous when I see like your mom's Thanksgiving dinner table because she thinks of everything. Like she's got it down yeah. to like the certain placemats where you're lucky you get real china in my house. It, usually it's paper. <laughs> well, it's easy. And and. And thank you for mentioning that. My my mom has become somewhat of a little bit of superstar with with her entertaining, and um and such is the spirit that we're carrying into this week's theme, which is plan to party, and the pearl of the day is wishful bliss. And you and I have known each other for twenty plus years, and we've been to so many parties and celebrations together. Um, you know from. I mean, I think the earliest that I remember besides, like, camp parties were, um, like, your bat mitzvah, my bat mitzvah, and so on and so forth, through the weddings, through the smaller birthdays, through the larger birthdays, through, you know, our kids now starting to have parties. And, which all you know, fall entertaining. within a week or two. <laughs> which right. always fall <laughs> within a week or two, which is amazing. <laughs> Exactly. I know. You and I always have to cross-check dates because one of the amazing things is that Melissa and I were born 14 days apart and our youngest daughters were born 20 days apart. So, yeah, so we kind of like to cluster. And I noticed as, um, like, our families expand that there is more clustering happening, like with my my sister and now her husband's family. Um, They just seem to now fitting into the mix, like, all of the birthdays are now in, in sort of clusters. Like there's a fall cluster, there's a winter cluster, and then there's a, the spring and summer cluster of birthdays. And I really feel like it's so important to kind of, you know, for each person in the mix and as far as the celebrations, whether it's engagement parties, weddings, birthdays, anniversaries, you know, anything, that each honored guest really gets their fair 
their fair share and their you know their chance to shine but ultimately what i what i've loved about um i mean i love parties you know that and it, it probably does come from my from my mom because she is a consummate hostess and that comes from her mom her mom also liked to entertain as well as her mom did so it's kind of in our genes to want to bring people over and spoil them and you know, and just celebrate whenever you can. I really feel like parties are the ultimate toast to life. Anything, anytime you get a chance to celebrate, that is honoring life. And so, well, I know your when, grandparents loved a good party because I remember you yeah. had a costume party one year, and they came as the cutest, most adorable Indian and Indian. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that seeing how old were they in their nineties at the time or eighties? They they were in their late eighties. Late 80s, and the two of them were like, first of all, I was a little upset they didn't win the, the costume contest because I thought right. right off the bat they should have won. I think it was fixed, but um, I just love that up in that high 80s, they were ready for a good party, and they just dressed up, and they 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 just had a good time. I thought that was awesome. So I know your grandparents were big party animals. <laughs> my grand, well, the funny thing about my grandfather is he was always the one, the first one out on the dance floor and the last one off the dance floor. Well into well into his 80s. So you know we only got a small sampling at, at that party, and that was a huge combo Halloween party that Val and I did. Um, for my 30th and her 25th birthday, and that was amazing. And I was actually just talking about that. And now we're kind of gearing up for Val's daughter's first birthday, and she's also doing a Halloween party. So like I said, I'm a little bit obsessed with Halloween, a little bit obsessed with parties. I just, I just completely love it. And while we're continuing the family affair, um, I wanted to really introduce the Mama's Pearls community to two remarkable women who have just, um, they didn't just, do, just develop this. They've been working together for like the past, I think since 2007, they've been working together to form a um, community online called the Party Blueprints blog. And it's really a guide-by-guide, step-by-step. They really think of everything from soup to nuts. I mean, you think that my mom thinks of everything for a party. These girls know what they're doing all together for any type of party, large, small, big budget, small budget, and they really take take all the mystery out of it, um, out of the planning process, I should say, and leave a lot of mystery for the party in their new book, which is called Plan to Party, which is an amazingly gorgeous book which can stand alone on your coffee table or you can fully devour it. I've been devouring it and just totally getting off not only on all the ideas and everything that they've covered, but also with the fact that you really get a sense from these women that they are into the meaning behind the parties. And I'm not one for fluff. I mean, I love having a party and I love having a good time, but ultimately it is about the experience that we all share in coming together and celebrating and connecting. And that is a continuing vibe throughout their new book, Plan to Party. So I would like to um, invite everybody to meet Elizabeth Miscali and Don Sandamano, who they've been friends for 13 years. And the other part I love about them, too, and, I, um, um, and Elizabeth happens to be my cousin-in-law. And um, when I was talking to my sister beforehand, she's like, try not to have too much of a love fest, but I can't help it because I absolutely love Elizabeth and her family. 
And even through the celebrations that we've shared together has just been completely amazing and meaningful. And in their book, they really talk about their inspirational hosts, which I want to I want to get a little bit more deeper into. But they've been um, Don and Elizabeth have been friends for the past 13 years, and much like you and I, Melissa, it just seems like there's a lot in common where they have the same birthday week, and um, and they're now together building up and have built up this remarkable business called the Party Blueprints. And you can find them at www.partyblueprints.com. So hopefully they're on air with us. I hear a lot of clicking in the background. Dawn, Elizabeth, are you here? Good morning. Hello. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Melissa, I couldn't thank you for a warmer welcome. Although we're not physically under the same roof, we want to thank you for being such gracious and loving hostesses and welcoming, welcoming us your home this morning. We're so happy to be here. Thank you. You you are most most welcome on on Mama's Girls anytime. Oh my goodness! All entertaining, Thanksgiving, spending time with your family and friends. Football season, baseball season. I mean, I'm a little <laughs> bit of a sports buff. So, but if I could find people to come and you know, drink beer and eat potato chips and dip, it's a party to me, and more, the more the, the more the merrier. And, so, and as long as you're entertaining from your heart, which it sounds like you absolutely are doing, there can't be anything but good things that come from that. Well, thank you. Yeah, I have to say, I sometimes feel like I'm completely winging it in the sense, like, <laughs> I definitely want to serve delicious, yummy food, and I have found a new love for cooking, so I concentrate a bit on the food to make sure my they get a good meal, uh, and I don't go for the riffraff. I don't go for the fancy plastic wear. I, you know, I just throw the drinks out there, and everything else is a big whatever. Just come and hang it's out on my couch and have a good time. On spending time with your guests, and you care for them, and you provide food, great food and drink for them, and it's all about the spirit of, of being there. And you do give a thought ahead of time, because I heard you say that you put the date on the calendar a while back, so great, a round of applause to you, because that's sometimes a big challenge, and it's really helpful if you're able to get some dates on the calendar to spend time with people, and you make the effort to invite them into your home, so you are planning. Thank you. Yes, so we want to hear more. We want to hear more tips of how to get. <laughs> well, before, before we dive, dive into the tips, I want to take a moment and just hear a little bit more about um about your backstory of how you guys came to start your business and how you fit that in because you both are two working moms and you have full – I know at least Elizabeth, your family is, is extremely active, so especially with your kids, but how do you guys manage it and manage your relationship in business and how it has it grown? Uh, Dawn and I both have – Dawn has three children. I have I have two. We have four hockey players between the two of us, so we spend an awful lot of time <laughs> with our laptops. <laughs> so we're always – our family is very, very important to us, but they're very supportive of the build business uh, from its inception back in 97. The following year, the blog was born, and that just was, you know, so successful and, you know, welcome, very well received, and because of its success and the community that we built, uh, there was a demand for the book, 
And so this year we had the opportunity to work on publishing the book, which was just released October 1st. So we're very, very excited to reach a wider audience and to get into more people's um, homes, hopefully, and inspire them to entertain and let them know that there is a manageable and enjoyable way to do it. Now, who are some of your biggest inspirations as far as hosting and entertaining? Um, it's Dawn here, and um, I would say my mom. I really learned a lot from her. Um, she was the master at Simple and Special, which I think is really... Dawn, can you just speak a little louder? Sorry, yes. I said my mom was my inspiration for entertaining. I think she was really a master at Simple and Special which is um, our mantra at Party Blueprints. I, um, she's the type of hostess, maybe a, a little bit like Melissa, and that she didn't worry a lot about the um, pomp and circumstance, but always put out great food and really made an effort to spend time with her guests. People always wanted to come back to our house. They always felt special when they were there. So I would say that she's, my, that she's definitely my inspiration. And for me, uh, Cynthia, you know one of my inspirational hosts, Kathy Miscali, my mother-in-law, for many, many years. She has been hosting crowds. She's never really sure who's going to show up at her table or how many, but she always has a warm welcome and amazing, amazing food. Uh, and then, of course, my mother, who just every time we go into her house, she always just makes us feel so special. And you feel loved and she doesn't let anything get in her way of letting you know that she's so happy that you're, you're in her home and that she gets to spend some time with you. Uh, so those are two of my inspirational hosts. And I do have to give a special honorable mention to my Aunt Anne, who um, we lost recently. And she was just the ultimate hostess. Um, I remember growing up just always going into her home, um, a house full of people, family, friends, and they just kept coming. I wasn't sure where they were all, you know, going. And she just lit up like a Christmas tree. She was never happier than when she was uh, surrounded um, with people that she loved and she was, you know, making them feel special. So I think that um, a lot, I know that a lot of my very fond memories go back to my childhood and places that I, that I wore, that I was invited to uh, time after time for holidays, birthdays, you know, whatever celebrations we happen to be, you know, enjoying um, in a given season. And, you know, to this day, they just give me such, you know, uh, warm, happy memories and su such a fondness. So I think that that's an important thing to mention is that when we're doing family entertaining, holiday entertaining, birthday entertaining, as you were talking about, uh, Cynthia and Melissa, that it does have, you do have the power and the opportunity to affect children. And maybe it's not even your own children, it's your nieces, your nephews, their friends. And that when they grow into adulthood, they're going to look back on those gatherings, um, you know, with such affinity. So I think that that is something that's some, sometimes not on the radar when you talk about entertaining in your home. I think it's a huge hugely important thing also to take a little thought about the children at a party, make a kid's table really special and fun for them. Because like Elizabeth just said, you really, you're you creating a lot of... Elizabeth, Elizabeth, you guys are cutting out a little bit. Oh, okay, go on ahead. The sound, go ahead. On the sound. Can you hear us now? Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Okay. 
Dawn's giving us a problem here. <laughs> I, need, I need to talk louder, I think. Is that better? Yeah. Well, it, it's kind of like going like, you know, it'll be really loud and then getting soft. So I just want to, you know, see if we can get it to be a little bit more more clean, clean line. All right. Are you, guys sharing a, are you guys sharing a headset? Yes, we are. <laughs> we okay. We're, we're attached at the hip. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I mean, Melissa and I really only get to see each other, like, you know, maybe once a week to do our brainwashing, and then everything's over email. So I think one of one of our personal goals is to build it up so we can start working out of the, out of the same office, because that would just be so fun. And you know what? It's our excuse. If you're by yourself, it's not really a party. But but if there's right. only two of us, then we can kind of consider it a little party. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's brilliant. As far as um, and one of the things that I got from from reading your book, Plants a Party, was you know while you give such amazing skills that can be applied to just planning a party, like you really. Like the stuff that you mentioned in there, which is thinking things through, having a plan, getting organized, and setting a timeline, like those are life skills that can be applied across the board. So whether you're running a business, running a PTA meeting, just trying to schedule your life, like I find like I can apply the tips in your book to my life as well as making fabulous parties. Cynthia, I love, love, love that you picked up and are, are sharing that. I had a gentleman actually take a look at the book who is a professional, and he was like, holy cow, this is exactly what people are looking for. They've learned to, you know, do their, their given profession, and, and they know what skills they need and what tools they need. He said, you're giving them the opportunity to approach entertaining in their home with a set of skills and tools, and they're going to have the confidence to be as successful as they are in their profession as they are at entertaining right. in the home. And I thought that that was right. really and, and you walk us through each part of that because um, I think, you know, as opposed to planning a party in a space or a venue, when you're opening up your home, there's so much that goes into that, and there's so many doubts that a lot of people have, and it's your personal space. And your your whole mantra is to open up that personal space and let people in so you can have a deeper meaning and connection with your guests and the people around you. And I just love that whole feeling. I mean, my first thing when I'm planning a party in in my house is always to get my first obstacle is always my husband. <laughs> like, I don't want people in my space, the house isn't clean, blah, 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 blah. So he's my first obstacle before I even get to my own feelings around it. Like, I love having people over. I love showering them and spoiling them and, and cooking and even the cleanup after. So, you know, the fact that you guys took, took the time to say, like, it's okay for people to open up their space and guide them to how to do that, I think is just beautiful. And I think that people forget, I know people forget, that an invitation into somebody's home is an honor. Right. Right? We all live such busy lifestyles. So when you have people gathering, you have the guests that are saying, you know what, this is important enough to me to take time out of my, you know, life to spend time with you. And likewise, you have the host saying to the guests, you're special enough to me that not only am I going to take the, the time to invite you in, but I'm going to prepare this, you know, 
special party, and I'm going to make you feel good, and we're going to share, you know, an experience together. I love what you said, Cynthia, about how when you and your mom entertain, you spoil people. That's, mm-hmm. that's it. You get it. You know, entertaining is a gift, and you're, you're giving a present to your guests when, you're, when you create this opportunity to share time together. And you don't have to worry about if your house looks perfect or if you made the exact right recipe or you have the, the perfect wine to go with it. Those are important, but they're secondary. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I just wanted to tell you I love the way you, that, I love the way you phrased that. Thank you. Well, I, I think um, I think Elizabeth also kind of says it best, and I'm taking this from the book where she says, "A well-hosted party gives people a chance to slow down, reconnect, and create memories that add grace, beauty, and humor into our lives. A good party never ends. The memories last a lifetime and longer." Like I love that, and nowhere in that does it mention good food or good drinks or the the cup that spilled on the floor or the messes that happen naturally right? at parties, particularly kids' parties. Yes, and I think everyone would agree that one of the best feelings when when you have gone to the the time effort and you've given of yourself to entertain in your home is. When the the event is over and you have a minute to sit back and take it all in and reflect on it, and it just feels so good. You feel so connected to the people that that you shared a couple of hours with. Because face it, we're even even in our families, everybody's busy. Whether it's you know the you know other obligations, it's sports schedules, it's school activities, and we don't get to see each other as often as we would like. So when you when you make a point to do it and you take those couple hours, you're so happy you did it. It's so rewarding. And what right. I what I think we tried to get across most in the book with the plans is that if you're going to take the time and do this, you need to be present. And following a plan can help you be a guest at your party so that you don't squander that opportunity when you finally do have people in your house. I'm gonna I'm gonna just repeat that because you trailed off again because I think it's such a key component to what you guys are getting across in the book, and that is to basically plan ahead so you can be a guest at your own party. I've been to a number of parties and I've also hosted parties where I'm too busy planning and you know serving people and getting everything done and moving from thing to thing just from the keeping the party going that you forget to step back and enjoy. I think probably you know brides are the biggest um, are the biggest um, target for that, where you get so caught up in everything and you wonder like you know you want everything to be perfect, and when things aren't perfect, you get caught up in the imperfections rather than taking a moment to be a guest at your own party and truly enjoy the fact that people come and are honored to be there with you. And again, I just love the fact that you were saying. Um, and reminding people that being invited to a party is an honor. I mean, we kind of, you know, especially when you have young children and you're just inviting people on the class list, like when we go to birthday parties and a lot of families who have young children are hitting like three birthday parties in the weekend, it kind of becomes another thing they have to cross off your list. You have to, you know, you're upset that you have to spend money to buy another present for a kid you don't really know, but he plays with your son. And, you know, we kind of get lost in, in the in the busyness that we forget. Like, no, this is someone's 
birthday, you know, the most important day of their lives because without that day they wouldn't be here. And to really kind of step back and kind of toss off whatever stress, whether you couldn't pick an outfit or your outfit, your black tie dress got ruined in the cleaners or that's happened to me right before a party because I don't really plan that stuff. I usually just pull something out like the last minute before I go to a black tie party. But anyway, I digress. (laughs) But to have that ultimate you know, feeling of I am attending something in honor of the guest or I am throwing something in honor of this or I am, you know, having people in my home just to get to know them or just because. That's, yes, that's, that's a very uh, good point. And when you're talking about the stress, whether you're a host or a guest, I think that or I know that having a plan and being prepared will remove the stress from, from both of those situations, whether you're the guest or, or the host. And it just takes a little bit of upfront, you know, planning and, you know, a little t- attention and thinking as to what you need to do and stick to your plan and get it done so that you aren't in that negative place right before either you're welcoming people into your home or you're headed out the door to a party. Because as you said, these occasions are all about celebrating life. And who wants to be stuck in the muck of, you know, the, oh, I can't, I don't feel good about the way that I look or I don't have the right gift or I have to stop and get one or, you know, I'm running late and my food's not prepared. I, you know, left shopping and cleaning my house and preparing the party all for the day of the party. So if you can, you know, take a a look at your party and design your own plan or follow a plan, you know exactly what you need to do when you need to do it, and the amount of stress that is removed from that alone is incredible. Uh, I would say, too, in each one of our party plans, the very last thing step we include before you open the, ga- the door for your guests is to take one minute, you know, maybe pour yourself a cocktail or look around the room, um, light your candles, and get in the mood because the hostess or host that's the tone for the party. When you're happy, your guests will be happy. If you're stressed out, they're going to feel uncomfortable. Right. That's so, so key is um, when you open your door, kind of leave every leave every kind of stress behind and just take a deep breath and greet your greet your guests with a smile because you're not only throwing it, you're kind of like the hospitality center. So what are what are some like key tips that you guys have that's across the board with any with any party that you're planning, large or small, for the hostess? One tip that I or one area that we um, detail in section two of plan to party is defining and preparing your footprint. And okay, all right, you're 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 kind of tr- you're kind of oh. speaking low again. All right. <laughs> Prepare me for that. Uh, I know. One, 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 of the, one of these days we'll officially get, like, a studio, and then we'll do the show from there. But from now on, until then, we we got to deal with, like, untech-savvy mamas being Melissa, me, and Marta. <laughs> so I apologize to the audience, but it's just no, how no it worries, is. No worries. No worries. So <laughs> you want to pick a place in your home that is going to be your main entertaining space. You know, what flows well, what has the, you know, ability to, you know, make your guests comfortable. And, you know, before you're even going to have a party, make that space conducive to entertaining. Whether it's, you know, getting a music system in there that works, 
putting candles out, putting dimmers on your lights, making sure there's like ottomans and stools that you can pull up for seating. And that way, whether it's more of an impromptu gathering or a party you're planning, that's one less thing that you have to worry about because you've already figured out how you're going to work with the space that you have. And that is regardless of whether you have a very small space or a large space. I would say another tip for any type of party is give some good thought to the date. Don't try to host a party, you know, if it's a time when you're really stressed out. Maybe a Saturday during the holiday season, like, isn't the perfect time for you because you have sports and you have shopping. You know, think out of the box a little bit. A brunch or a Friday night dessert party, they can be just as much fun, and I think they can be a surprise to your guests, too, who are probably overwhelmed on the Saturday afternoon or evening also during the holidays. That's a good point. It's funny, um, with young kids, I used to have people come over for, like, Sunday dinner, and I found, like, it's very challenging to get back into, you know, have that quiet time on a Sunday evening with my family and get in, back into routine for the week. And so what I started doing a couple of years ago is inviting people over for breakfast because I figured kids are up early, and, you know, that's their best time of day. There's no temper tantrums or conflict with naps. There's your kids nap at one, my kids nap at two. And so I would make fresh waffles and get bagels. It's actually cheaper to serve breakfast. And have people come over at 9.30, say, you know, just throw on sweatpants, come over, hang out for a couple hours. And by noon, I still have that whole day to have Sunday. Yet we were able to hang out with another family that we don't get to see You're often. So smart. You're so smart, Melissa. Uh, people <laughs> think that or they get caught up thinking they have to have one type of entertaining style but all of our lifestyles change over the course of our life. So to take a look at what works for you and if your perception of entertaining or what your prior practice has been is not working for your current lifestyle, adapt it, make it work. There's an entertaining style for everyone, and you were so smart to stop and evaluate that and to find something that works better for you and enhance the experience. Yeah, I can I can tell, I can tell you ladies right now like I will never have a breakfast party. <laughs> well, I, I will never I have a party a... that starts at 9:30 in the morning. I was just going to say she's been invited to breakfast but she rolls in around 11. So we we <laughs> Yeah. So we I'm still serve like, waffles but it's a, it's a for lunch <laughs> with her. Yeah, I'm all I'm all for like the midnight madness party. <laughs> But I think that that's so great. I think generations ago there was one way to entertain, and the current generation that you know that we're part of, anything is game. There's so many different options, and that's why right. you know stop, consider you know what your available resources are, your time, your money, your effort, and find a party that's going to work. For you, maybe you don't have time, or your life. So you have young children, and a sit-down formal dinner is not the thing for you. It doesn't mean you're never going to host that, but maybe a potluck dinner, or like we talked about, a brunch works, or even a cocktail party that's off the dinner hour, and it's just for an hour or two during the week. It's a quick stop by, but it's still an opportunity to connect. I actually love like the idea of doing like a tailgate party if your kids have sports. You know, oh, that's kind of cool. Or after, yeah, I think that would be awesome. 
We actually have on the blog um, a great plan for a tailgate party, um, and it allows you to prepare everything ahead of time. Um, one of the recipes that we feature is um, a chicken um, primavera and pasta dish. That um, mm-hmm. So you have your meat, your vegetables, your pasta, all in one um, recipe. Um, we box it up in Chinese food containers, um, pack it up, and bring it out to the ballpark. Or in our case, we have an event here that we celebrate in a few weeks, um, a horse race. And um, it's so it's easy and it's fun and I agree with you, Cynthia. I love entertaining outside too. That, that, right. This time of year with the leaves, it's it's beautiful. It's amazing. So, what is your favorite party plan in your book? Love them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let me let me let me then talk about some of my favorites because. Okay. There were, I mean, you have so many great, wonderful ideas, and they all look so gorgeous. And can we just take a moment to um, to honor the the family combined effort because you can really see how your family supported you. I mean, I love that the husbands tag, tag along to the wine country trip. That was nice. And that was hard work <laughs> and, and the research and development. Yeah. Exactly. Research and development. I think that's what I think <laughs> I Lewis, that. I think that's how we have to start branding Mike and Greg. <laughs> the research and development team. But then also, um, that your daughter Elizabeth took the a lot of the pictures that are in the book, which is just completely awe inspiring because your daughter is a teenager and the pictures are just breathtaking. They are. I'm looking at it now. It's gorgeous. Oh, thank you. I have to so, tell you, that was a unexpected surprise that developed out of just, you know, over the over the summer when I was preparing the food and, you know, styling it and shooting it. There was a particularly busy day where I had a bunch of, you know, shots I had to get done. So I had uh, one food shot set up, and I was preparing another one. And she came in, she picked up the camera, and she's taken photography before, and she's had a great interest in it. But... Um, food photography is very is very difficult. It's one of the most difficult things to photograph. So while I'm busy, you know, styling the dish I was preparing, she starts shooting. When I looked at those pictures, I was like, oh, my goodness, she's got it. She has got it. So we had the pleasure of working together over the summer uh, on the photographs for the book, and she was such an inspiration. She was such a help. She would give me her input on design, on photographs, uh, the, the whole thing. So it was it was really a welcomed surprise and a great opportunity for us to work together. I'm very proud of her. She took my favorite I, I, lo- I, I love it. I love it. And it's basically, you know, you have created a family legacy now. You know, you've you both have taken from your your moms and your you know and, and Elizabeth your mother in law and have basically done what I love to see in Mama's Pearls and have repurposed it now for the modern modern day um hostess and are passing it down with your book. And I just think it's so, so beautiful. And I love the fact that your daughter was a huge part of it and your families were a huge part of the process and continue to support you. And also, I'd love to give a little bit of a shout-out and mention to Kirk Frender, who's all over the book as as your wine expert, which is just amazing as well. 
He's amazing. He is so knowledgeable, and he is able to talk about wine in such a conversational way that you understand what he's communicating to you. It's not at such a high level that you're like, you know what, I can, I'm never going to get this wine thing. And he just always surprises us. Every time he introduces us to a new wine or, you know, we work together on a, on a project or, or a party, he is just always spot on. And he's so open to educating and to sharing his, his skill and his, his knowledge. He's a pleasure to work with. And I would encourage right. anyone that's in the Chappaqua area. He has a store, the Chappaqua uh, Wine and Spirit Company, right in the heart of Chappaqua. Uh, if you're near there at all, stop by and uh, introduce yourself. And he has many beautiful wines that he can um, share with you and educate you about. I'm on it. Yeah, I- <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just I just love how you infuse all the different elements, and um, I think you know one of the more be- most beautiful parties that you have a blueprint for is your wine country crush, and um, which comes from and, and inspired by your trip to Napa Valley, Valley in California, and I love the fact that you inspire people to to take inspiration from their travels and reincorporate that at home for your friends because it's one it's one thing to kind of come back from a trip and just tell your friends about it, but it's another thing to invite them into your home and really have them sample with you your experience, the sights, the sounds, the smell, the music, um, and obviously the, the palate, <laughs> you know, sampling the foods from where you just came from. Like, I, I absolutely love that. And I'm like, I can't wait to take to take a vacation or maybe draw from my parents' recent vacation and ha- have them do it. <laughs> but I love that whole idea of, of what you call virtual tourism at its best. So talk about that party for a bit. Love to travel, and it adds another element of interest to your travels in that we seek out the local artisans to find out what's, right. what's local to that region and what's the best of the best. And to be able to then coordinate the products, you know, that will work together in a party and to share those with people and to allow them to order them online. If you go on to um, partyblueprintsblog.com, and that's no E in blue, you'll see a category it says, or a tab up top that says book links. If you click on book links, we have all of the links for the products that our Party Blueprints picks in each of the party plans. So you can order them online and have them delivered right to your front doorstep. So that's just an added convenience. So walk us through a little bit of the Wine Country Crush Party. All right. And I know, I'm so happy that you said that because of all, for fall entertaining, it is really wine season. The wine, the uh, grapes have been harvested, they've been crushed, and now new vintages are being crafted. So we love to talk about the, uh, the Wine Country Crush Party for Fall Entertaining. It's very unique in that it contains a wine tasting. That's an, we call it an activity. It's the best kind of activity I, I know of to give your guests a chance to, you know, 
come in and experience and discover and taste, and, and that's a great way as the wine is flowing, the conversation's flowing, and people are sharing and they're talking and they're connecting. And then you get a chance to sit down for a harvest dinner, which every, you're going to love this, every item on the menu contains wine, even the dessert. And in between, we have a, an amazing cheese plate um, that that you can um, enjoy, again, featuring all the cheeses that we discovered on our trip there. So literally, instead of bringing back a, a scrapbook of, you know, or a picture book to show family, we brought this party back, and we introduced everyone, our guests, our family, to everything that we tasted and saw and smelled there, and... Uh, I, I, there hasn't been one guest who's complained. <laughs> yeah, well, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, your friends are probably like, okay, when's your next trip and when's the party? <laughs> yeah, right soon they'll start funding them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll be sponsoring your trip. <laughs> so when when is your next trip? <laughs> we're, as soon as we get done with this book tour, we're going to plan it. Right. <laughs> Right, I know you guys. Mean? You guys have gotten some really great traction. It's been amazing to watch. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, it's very well received. A lot of excitement, a lot of a lot of buzz. And I think that the reason that that is is that when people pick up the book, they they understand immediately that this can help them. This can right. enrich their lifestyle, and it's easy to do. So I think that when you open the book and you see how simple the recipes are and you see the beautiful pictures of the dishes, you're, you're thinking, I can do this. And that's actually the response that we've gotten is from right. people who in the past when they go, whether you know it's the bookstore and they're paging through the books and they're looking saying, I could never do that. The response is, I can do this. I'm so excited. All right, I can do this and I want to do it. So I think that that is uh, it's obviously um, makes us, you know, very satisfied because that's the that, that that's the goal is to get people feeling positive about entertaining and then being successful at it. So um, right. and I also want to mention that we're very very excited mm -hmm. that the book is going to be available at Bendel's yep. in New York City. Ooh, Where is it going to be? I didn't hear that. Where is it going to be? Bendel's. At Bendel's, that's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. And it, I think it's because it's not just a party book. It's a lifestyle book, and it's gorgeous. And I can't believe that, that you actually did. Did you do all of the styling for the food? Yeah. That's unbelievable. That's They're unbelievable because most people hire an actual food stylist. So, Elizabeth, if you did all of that, I mean, it just looks amazing. Yeah, we, we created so like, all the recipes. Yeah. You know, prepared them. We've tested them time and time again. Um, and then for the photographs, yes, we you know prepared them, styled them, photographed them. And we've hosted these parties, and we've helped um, other people host them. So there, you know, everything in it is tried and true. We don't just—it's not just a pretty picture. It really works. I love that, and and I'll and I'll just cue people into why I'm so in love with this book and these ladies is because of the authenticity that comes through them as well as the book. The book is so beautiful. It's so graceful. And um, just cue you in on, on a few of, like, the tricks of the trade, 
usually when people put together particularly recipe books, um, they're using, they're borrowing recipes, they don't actually make all the recipes, they use stock photos, or they have professional stylists come in. Um, and the fact that, that these women have gone through the, the lengths to do all that legwork and actually test everything out and host all the parties, I mean, that sounds really rough, like, oh, for you guys. But, um, but to actually do that legwork is so, so amazing that you actually did it. But that's why we did it so that you don't have to do it. We want to know that it works. You know, we said in the beginning, we have five children between us. We run to sports. We volunteer at the school. You know, we pick up our kids. We don't have nannies. So we're, we're doing it the same way you would have to do it. And, and we know that right. it works. And we know that you can be successful. I just on like going on the fly. I like the recipes also seem to be realistic. I hate when I go into, like, a food magazine to try to prepare a menu for guests. And as much as I'd like to do things from scratch or do things a little, you know, that are to perfection, you know, a lot of these recipes don't give you the shortcuts to make life easier when, you know, you're planning to cook for many people or you have to double the recipe. So I like little tricks like, you know, to use a box of cake mix and then make it your own. Or there's one where you use the box of the cornmeal polenta, but, like, right. it just shows they're realistic for someone who's not just professionally party planning, that you're doing this on top of every day's to-do list. Right. And it also, you mentioned the um, the Rialto-based polenta, which is featured in our Night in Venice party, which is a great holiday party. Uh, yeah. But the beauty of that is, and this all goes into the forethought and the design of the party plan, is you can prepare it ahead of time. You can prepare it in trays so that it feeds a lot of people, and you're not stuck in the kitchen. You're with your guests. And it right. doesn't cost a lot. Yeah, that's right, always my What can I make the night or two before so that I'm not making myself stressed for the three hours prior to the party, that everything's kind of – my biggest thing is I like to have things done where I can clean the initial pans so that I'm only cleaning up from the party, not – kitchen. Like I can clean the kitchen prior and then just move into a party with a clean kitchen. Right. And you can see when you take a look at the critical, we call them the critical path, it's a a to-do list, a timeline that is at the back of each party plan. It identifies for you, we've we've pulled out everything that can be prepared prior to the day of your party and then the morning of your party. So we are actually, we understand that Everyone has a life to live, and you're not going to say, you know what, I'm not going to attend to my everyday responsibilities because I have a party coming up. That's just unrealistic. So you're almost budgeting your time. You're putting your, you're assigning tasks to a timeline, and if you stick to it, it's completely manageable. I love it. I, I, I just, I love it. I love you girls, and I just love it. And, and we love um, you. We love you too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Val. Sorry, I have to have a little bit of a love fest. Um, but <laughs> you know, it's all about good things. The bottom line is, we want to spend time with people and connect. In this, you know, virtual day and age, there's a lot of communication and connecting online, and it's nice to get people together and spend time with them. And we're trying to facilitate that, and we are providing a unique approach for people to do it in a way that works for them. It's amazing. And I and I think you nail it right on the head and you borrow from Maya Angelou in 
Angelou in your book, and you quote, you quote this from Howard. She says, I learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And that seems to be the pinnacle of your book and your work is to really help people inspire others and enrich their lives by being together in any type of gathering. So it clearly you have mapped out a blueprint and recipes for people to be successful, to get brave, to open their homes and welcome their their friends and family and loved ones into their space and their world. And you know what? If something goes awry, who better to mess up with than your family and your friends? I can name countless recipes that have gone wrong, but if you're surrounded by families and friends, it doesn't matter. The other thing I used to get very tripped up about when I was, particularly when I was younger, I used to get really caught up about who wasn't at my party versus who was. And I've really since learned, like, people, like you said, have other obligations. Not everybody you invite is going to be able to attend. So just focus on who is there and with you and really give them your full attention. And and I do believe that people are in the space that they're meant to be. So I do agree that it's good to let go of who, you know, who can't come, who can't make it and to just enjoy those that that are there. I love it. So I'm waiting to see basically your next step in your branding because you have all the the plans, you have all the products, but maybe you guys need to now move and maybe you're already planning this to kind of have it where it's like um, there's a website called Birthday in a Box, and uh, (laughs) it's mainly for for like kids' parties. I'm assuming you guys know about it but basically where people can go on and order everything, you know, their party blueprint, their wine crush party, and get their wines and their cheeses and all their materials. I think that that's brilliant, and I think that we have started that with our party blueprint picks, um, and it'll be something we're looking to develop in the future. Definitely. When you do, I want you to come back on and share that with us because – your your picks and your blueprints are just amazing, and I can't wait to see your next inc- incarnation. I mean, you guys have been doing um, this part for, I think it's just been like three years or something, Like, and yeah. you guys have had such a major groundswell and impact already. Like, I can't wait to, to see where you go next. So you have two big cheerleaders here. And along with the Mama's Pearls community, you fully have our our support, and I just can't wait to to see what how we can celebrate the next time. Well, thank you so much. We are looking forward to it. As you know, you got to celebrate life, so you'd be looking for us to do that. Yeah, and you guys are pretty special too. I love your whole concept with Mama's Pearls. You're, you're bringing a lot to the table, and you're really enriching people too. Congratulations. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. We we love us. Yay, snaps. Um, okay. Yeah. So while, while, while we're celebrating life, I wanted to take a moment um, in honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month and just share a little bit um, of Elizabeth's story as she was diagnosed, what, 2008 already? Uh, 2000, beginning of January of 2009. 2009. 2009 just sucked all around. But anyway, so um, beginning of 2009, yeah, <laughs> this is a bad year. 
Um, so, you know, Elizabeth has fought and won her battle with breast cancer. And as part of that, I just know from personally, she's even more committed to celebrating life. And I love that you talk about this in the book as a way for um, how when you told Dawn that you were going through the process of, of battling um, breast cancer, that Dawn said to you, I'll make sure that you have something to come back to. So Dawn really picked up the the ball and did what she needed to do to, to get partyblueprints.com up and running. And so as part of Elizabeth giving back and a part of these girls giving back, um, as part of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, they are going to be donating 10% of the profits from the sale of Plants a Party, basically um, from October 21st to the 31st, and those proceeds will be going to the Susan G. Coleman for the Cure organization. So I'm really happy to share that with everybody and encourage everyone to go and find, whether you're at Bendel's or whether you're online at Amazon or whether through the Party Blueprints blog, to go on and purchase your copy of Plans to Party to help support the Susan G. Coleman's Foundation for the Cure. So this is going to wrap up the substantive part, but I did want to ask you ladies for a couple more minutes to stay on and go through the Come Tell Mama questions, which I asked of our guests. Absolutely. And this is switching gear so we can kind of get to know you a little bit better. And just, you know, there's so much that you both are doing for your families and for the world and to to help um, everybody entertain and enrich their lives. So I want to talk about what enriches you. So, Don, I'm going to ask you first, what is your luxury indulgence? Um, I, I, I've been probably the most silly one, um, wine and chocolate, which I <laughs> love. It's my flavonoid fix, and it makes me feel good. Um, but I would say really now... Um, I'm trying to carve out time with my husband, more of that. He's my indulgence, and he inspires me, and uh, he fills me up. Um, the past two years, I've kind of suffered a little bit with work and the kids. Um, so I, I would say that that, that, that is, that's it. He that's is a it. good one. That's he, a good one. He's it. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful, and, and Elizabeth. About making more time for it, but I, but that's my mission this year. I love that, Elizabeth. I love travel with my husband and Cynthia. You know Arnie; he's he's amazing, and he's my biggest supporter. And he just helped me tremendously. I mean, he was a huge supporter the last uh, two two years, and and. Uh, the hugest way ever, and uh, so now to be able to travel with him, we've always enjoyed that, and to just, like Dawn said, take a, take a time out and spend time together. So all that kind of right. Your, your husbands are so lucky. <laughs> we we're lucky. lucky. We're lucky. <laughs> you guys are so lucky. Because no, I think Melissa and I would be like, yeah, to get away for a weekend without our husbands. <laughs> So which of the following would you choose? The best sex of your life, the best meal of your life, or the best sleep of your life? Oh, boy. Well, I was working on the book. Definitely best 
sleep now that I've moved out of that. <laughs> the other two are sounding pretty good. <laughs> yeah, number one. I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. Number one. <laughs> Love it. So what is your favorite movie genre? Comedy, romance, horror, action, sci-fi, period, drama. Comedy. Romantic comedy. And a good one. I am looking for that movie that just makes you feel good. You walk out of the movie theater or whatever, you're, even if you're watching it at home, and you're like, I, I just feel so good now. I I'm, feel- yeah, I'm looking for another, like, love actually. One that of those ensemble casts that you're just like, oh, you just feel so good after it. Now, I'm assuming that there's a party blueprint for a movie night, right? Um, we've done we, we, we've done various tips, not, not a full-blown party a full plan, blown but we have on the blog, um, we had a Sex in the City. Right, and we've partied. We actually have one coming up for Lifetime that we're working on with them. So, so stay soon. tuned. Yeah. Yes, very soon. That's awesome. So when it comes to food, do you prefer sweet or salty? Salty. Salty. Ooh, good. (laughs) (laughs) And what what do you consider your most beautiful feature? Um, I would say from from my my smile because people say when I smile, it makes them feel good. So I try and. You do have a beautiful smile. Thank you. Uh, I think my eyes, but I think as I'm getting older, that's changing a little bit. But it, it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be, once upon a time. Um, what is the best advice that your mama gave you? Follow your heart. Don't listen to your friends. Oh, that's good. That's very good. And I, I really do try to do that to this day. Listen to your inner voice, not uh, what everybody's telling you. Right. And my mother has been a living example of unconditional love. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you, ladies, so much for being with us today on Mama's Pearls. I am just so excited, again, to to be introducing you to our community. And, again, I can't recommend this book enough. Enough. I just think it's a, a gorgeous centerpiece for for your home and for your life, and um, and to help everybody. I mean, really, this book is for anybody who loves to plan to party and to make wonderfully sweet party plans. So, thank you, ladies, so much for for joining us. And can you just tell everybody again where to find you? You can find us at partyblueprintsblog.com. No e in blue. And part, uh, plan to party. You can find it at Amazon.com and um, soon to be and Bendel's and everywhere books are sold. And I just want to thank you for inviting us to the Mama, Mama's Pearls party. We had a great time. Everyone out there that's listening, remember to celebrate life as often as you can. I know it's tough, but it's well worth the time. I agree. I mean, I, I'd rather celebrate life than than deal with the other side of the coin. So, as you said, any moment that you can, celebrate and drink it up. And be in the moment, yes, yes. Be in the moment. All right, thank you, ladies, so much. Great week. was amazing. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Bye.
Bye, Melissa. I'm here. Oh, my God. How much fun was that? Well, I could talk about parties all day long. <laughs> I know. We love it. <laughs> we love it. And we are just getting our party started here, too. I mean, we covered a bunch of information as far as last week with, with Alexandra and now with both Elizabeth and Dawn. And next week we're having a full-scale masquerade ball on air at Mama's Probs, which I'm like, I'm really kind of giddy about it. It's almost dorky. So I know. Well, um, we'll definitely post some pictures of um, what we look like on Halloween. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm keeping yeah, mine. We, I'm going to keep mine because that's the best part of Halloween, just letting people, you show up and people see what you decided to dress up as. <laughs> Well, you always have some some really good um, costumes. I was looking at the pictures from um, that Halloween big blowout costume party that we were talking about earlier, and that's yeah. when you and Mike came fully dressed up as, like, Kiss Rockers. Well, the best was no one knew who we were. We had so much makeup on our face and the wigs that when we walked yeah. in, nobody had any. They're like, who are you? Who is it? Who is it? And we were there for a good 45 minutes before even you realized it was, um, and we did win the costume contest, which again, what's oh up my god, you're so salty! You're so salty about that. <laughs> so funny. Nobody knew I was. I was. My husband and I were like fully immersed in our costume. No one knew who we were, and we didn't even get like a token prize, like third or fourth place. We didn't even come in the running. So. You are a little so angry, funny. A little bitter. You. <laughs> You are you are so funny, and um, and Craig and I were. I was a geisha. We had just come back from Japan, and so we kind of did a little bit of virtual tourism, um, yeah. and bringing back the costume. And Craig was a samurai, and I was like full on with the makeup too, but not as good as yours. Your your face was like fully covered. You could still tell it was me, but that was I remember amazing. There was- one of the costumes, that was right after Justin Timberlake had that, you know, war, right. war, wardrobe malfunction with Janet Jackson, and there was a couple that came as Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson, which I thought was priceless. That they was didn't awesome. win either. That was... <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you remember who won? Because I really don't. Oh, I do. I do. I'm not going to go there in their store-bought costumes, whatever. <laughs> it was sick. Still salty. We'll have to wait for, I guess, my 40th birthday, and we'll do another major, major costume <laughs> blowout party with prizes. You know, it's funny because we were invited to a uh, um, Halloween party, and I have some friends that, oh, I don't want to dress up. I'm just going to go with myself. And I'm like, you know what? It's just more fun. You know, these people taking the time to throw a party and just go with it and you know, I think it's so important that if you do, just like the girls were saying, they had a great point. The fact that you're being invited to a, a celebration by someone, you know, I guarantee there's no one that goes and says, oh, I can't believe I dressed up that sucked. Like, it's hard to get into the moment and into the party spirit when you're in your house or you're thinking about it. But, And it's just like a, a black tie affair, too. I mean, who wants to get primped? And, you know, I personally don't like to put on the fancy dress and the support hose and the makeup and get my hair done. But once I'm there, I'm so happy I'm there in that moment and I have the best time ever. So I think it's important as a guest to um, 
get into the spirit because you'll have a better time also. Absolutely. It's not it's not all on the host or the hostess. Yeah. Really and I think the best thing to do is to get people down. in the spirit as a host. If you have a vision, you know, to when people say, what do you want me to bring? Say, bring something within the theme, you know, bring bring a scary dessert if it's a Halloween party or, you know, even if it's like party. an Entenmann fudge cake, go buy some eyeball candies and stick it on top. And you know what? Look at that. You don't have to be a fancy guest. You can just, there, there's so many levels right. of where you can just be part of the Right, and if you're, like, anti-creative, there's enough stuff that's out there that can make you look like you're Miss Martha Stewart. Exactly. Um, You can go buy, go to Dunkin' Donuts and get yourself some orange sprinkled donuts, you know. Right. There's really no excuse anymore. There's none, and I'm sorry. If if it's Halloween and you don't dress up, that's just so lame. I really think that's lame. Bah humbug on you. You have to dress up for Halloween. It's like, it's it's just the most fun. It's the most fun holiday ever, which is why I can't wait for our mas- masquerade ball next week. I'm excited to hear, Melissa, who you're going to show up as. And basically, I invite every listener to come on and call in. But the trick is, uh, is that you have to call in disguised as a famous parent from history. So that's the trick hmm. to the masquerade ball. So we will be posting more about that on our website and on Facebook. Our website, again, is www.charles.com. Remember, Melissa's M's Gems for Party Plans gets posted this Wednesday. So I invite you all to check back on the website. Oh, I'm sorry, on Friday. Friday, Friday. But Friday, whatever. <laughs> I don't might know my dates, my numbers, whatever. But it gets posted on Friday at www.mamascharles.com. If you would like to contact either Melissa and I, you can reach us at Cynthia at MamasCurls.com or Melissa at MamasCurls.com. You can find us on Twitter at SinTweet, C-Y-N-T-W-E-E-T, or you can listen to any of the past archives of the Mamas Pearls radio show at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Mama's Pearls, and this is Cynthia and Melissa of Mama's Pearls reminding you to enjoy your children and your family. Say I love you, and remember to plan the most awesome party from your heart. That's really the key. When you plan from your heart, you can never go wrong. Exactly. All right. right. That closes out party plans, my dear. I will be speaking to you all next week. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Love you, Melissa.